Well, hi, everybody. This is the voice of Rod Black. Longtime sports guy, broadcast guy, family guy, podcast guy, broadcast guy. And I know podcasts. And if I know podcasts, I've seen and I've heard and I've been around all of them, like my own, the Rodcast. But if you're going for a podcast, you can't look any further than the most remarkable podcast that I've ever been around. Out of all the podcasts that I've been on, this podcast is one of them. Pro Sports Podcasters. They're pros. I don't know who these dudes are. I've never met them, but they sound good. Apparently, they look good. And when you sound good and you look good, you feel good, baby. You feel good. Catch it. Pro Sports Podcasters coming to a podcast near you. We are the Pro Sports Podcasters, where no sport is left behind. It's time for another episode of the Pro Sports Podcasters with your hosts, Nee Wallace Bruce, Corbert Durand, and Justin Williams. On this podcast, we have guests from all over the world covering every sport from artistic gymnastics to weightlifting. We have something for every sports fan on PSP. Whether your interests are the athletes playing the game, the coaches, or the media, we've got you covered. Fun and informative, honest and engaging. You won't want to miss a single episode. So let's kick this off. Welcome back to the Pro Sports Podcasters. My name is Corbett Ron. Most of you know me as Kobe. And today I want to follow up the video we had on our Pro Sports Podcasters YouTube channel where I covered a number of budget targets in the Eastern Conference in the MLS for So Rare Football. Today I'm going to give you what I promised to give you, which was a podcast that will cover the Western Conference and some budget targets there. And generally for these videos, I'm trying to stay under $10 player cards, but occasionally I will go over that if I see someone I think is really worth it and it's still a value at that particular price. And there'll be a couple on this particular podcast as well. And in the Western Conference, I didn't cover as many teams because there are a number of teams in that conference that are really shaking things up this season. And it's hard to predict who will be the starters there. So I didn't want to go ahead and mislead you. What I actually focused on were two specific states that always have competitive teams. And generally, you have an idea already of who's going to be starting there. And these two states are the state of Texas and the state of California. And there are a number of teams, five in total, that I think you can select some great players from who are also surrounded by future superstars in this league. And you can get these players who will benefit from that coordination with those players at a discount. And I'll begin at Dallas. And Dallas FC has a couple of defenders and one midfielder I want to talk about. And I'll begin with the defender, Jose Antonio Martinez. He's only three bucks, right? So he's cheap. And he currently has a 15-game average of 50 points. That's significant, right? That is significant. But his high from last season is only 73. So what this tells you when you look at the numbers It's rare that he puts up a dud. He's a very consistent player. Okay, you're going to get pretty good scores from him all the time, and he starts the majority of games. So this is someone you can plug into your lineup and not really worry about. You're not counting on them to have a big boom game, but you're also hoping that they're going to be consistent enough to help you break that threshold, because now we have limited threshold levels. You can break that 250 and get paid for playing. And that's something that a lot of you are probably going to want to focus on. It may not be everyone's focus, but for those of you who do focus on getting that $5 ETH bonus every single game week, having somebody you can count on who's always going to put up pretty good scores, 
rarely ever puts up a dud, is someone you want to have in your lineup. You don't want your whole lineup built that way, but it's going to help to have a couple of those guys in it. And Jose Antonio Martinez is one of them. And then the next defender is Marco Farfan. And these two defenders are almost interchangeable. Now, Farfan comes at twice the price right now. He's $6. But he really shouldn't be, to be honest. Okay, They, they both start the majority of games. Currently, his 15-game average is 46, so it's a few points lower than Martinez. But last season, he had the same peak. He had a 73-point peak. So what you can do here is you could actually have both of these guys on your roster available to you because they're practically interchangeable. They put up very similar numbers. So what you'll do is each week, you'll just look at which one costs less, right? Which one's going to be less expensive toward that 240-point cap you have to build your team with and just roll with that player. And that gives you additional room elsewhere in your roster to maybe add somebody who can pop. So I like having both of them on the on the lineup. And if you're a Dallas FC fan, it's a no-brainer to have them as your defense. Then we got one midfielder and it's Paxton Pomichol. And pa- Paxton Pomichol is also $6. He currently has a 15-game average of 44 and his peak is 78. So he's very similar to the defenders I mentioned. He's very consistent. He rarely puts up a dud. Dallas has a pretty consistent team. You're not worried about them suddenly falling down the rankings because there's no real management there. This is a pretty solid organization. So I like Paxton Pomichol. Again, this is a plug-and-play piece, so you don't really have to worry about, but it's not someone you're going to add if you're looking for someone to pop. The next team I'll look at in Texas is Austin FC. And Austin FC has got a couple of defenders and a couple of midfielders I want to go over. And I'll begin with Nick Lima. And Nick Lima is also a very cheap option on defense. He's only 3 bucks. His current 15-game average is 47 but he's actually got a high of 93, right? He can occasionally pop. Sure, you get some duds with that. But this is one of those players you can add if you're looking to maybe win some higher level rewards, not just break the threshold, which some of you will be after, right? That will still be your focus is to win some of the better players in the tier two, tier threes available to you in these competitions. And Nick Lima is one of those players that you could add for that reason. You don't get too many defenders that really pop that don't cost you much, right? So he's an option there. Next, I've got Julio Cascante. And Julio Cascante breaks my $10 barrier just, right? He's at $11. But he's got a 15-game average of 49 And he's got the high last season of 84. But he has a number of good scores in the 60s and 70s. He's a little more consistent than Nick Lima. Sure, Lima had that high 93, but that's an outlier, right? It rarely happens, but can happen on occasion. Cascante is a little more consistent. This would be the player I would go after personally. If I was to pick one of the two players from Austin FC, that would be the one I would go for. I would definitely go after Cascante. Now I got a couple of midfielders, and I'll begin with Alex Ring. Alex Ring has potential. Okay, he has potential. He's right now he's at five bucks. He's been a great player in the past. He's kind of revitalizing his career. Right now his 15 game average is 44 and he has a high from last season of 75. But if you look beyond that, he's had some really big scores in the past. So this is somebody that if he really gets things going with Austin FC and his position there as a maybe somewhat attacking midfielder, you could see some great scores down the future. But if that's the case, Keep in mind, his 15-year average is going to adjust, and you're going to have to account for that somewhere in your roster in case he gets too high. But I do like high X-Ring, especially right now at 5 bucks because it's more of a speculative purchase price. And then last, I've got Daniel Pereira. 
And Daniel Pereira is $9. He's got a 15-game average of 49, and his high from last season is 74. So he's very similar to the defenders that we looked at with Dallas FC. This is a midfielder that you can plug in. He generally gets all the starts. He rarely ever puts up a dud. You can just count on him. So again, this is one of those positions that depending on how you've built your roster and where you want to spend your money with a budget, you can throw him in and not worry about it at midfield. That's just the option there. It's not someone's going to pop, but it's someone who isn't going to get put up duds and give you a chance at that you know threshold level you're after every single week. And the last team we'll look at from Texas is Houston Dynamo. And I expect a lot of good things from them because their offseason has been pretty active and they've made some pretty strong moves. And from this team, I've got one defender, one midfielder, and a forward, which you don't usually get when it comes to budget. And I'm going to begin with the defender, and it starts with Daniel Steers. And Daniel Steers is cheap, okay? He is cheap. He's $1 right now. He's got a 15-game average of 50 and then a peak of 74. So he reminds me of Jose Antonio Martinez from Dallas FC in that he's consistent. He gets the majority of starts. You're not going to get a huge game out of him, but you're not going to get any duds either. So I like Daniel Steers for a dollar. I mean, come on. Obviously, you can add him to your roster. And if things look good in Houston like they might, you can throw him into your lineup. At midfield, I've got Hector Herrera, and Hector Herrera is currently going for around 5 bucks. He's got a 15-game average of 43, and he's got a peak of 97, and he was looking very good toward the end of the season. So Hector Herrera is someone I'm targeting often. I, he's important to me. I've got him already on my roster, and he'll probably factor into a number of my builds. I love Hector Herrera, and like I said, I'm expecting a lot from Houston Dynamo. And judging by the upward trend in his play, he could be a key midfield position for me, especially for not only meeting a threshold, but popping and winning some big rewards as well. So Hector's high on my list. And then at forward, I've got Dorley Ferrofferson. And this is a bargain, okay? This is a bargain. He's probably going to start. He should be starting on the wing. Right now, his 15-game average is 33, so he's cheap to add into your threshold team, leaves a lot of space to put in, let's say, a star goalie and a, a star midfielder or, or another star forward to give you that boom potential. And he's got a peak of 78 last season, but the thing is, is that he was underutilized last season, and that's because he didn't really have enough weapons around him. They've added some key pieces in the offseason. I think Houston's going to be a much more dynamic team offensively and he's going to benefit from that. So I think right now you're getting him at a discount because of that 30, you know, that 33.15 game average. I got him on this list because I think there's some serious opportunity there. Now we'll move on to California and it begins with the LA Galaxy. And just like the Houston Dynamo, they've made some pretty impressive moves in the offseason, so I'm expecting a lot from them this particular season. And I've also got one defender and one midfielder and one forward from this particular team. And I'll start on defense, and it begins with Sega Koulibaly. Now, Koulibaly is excellent, okay? He's a fantastic player. He just keeps improving. 100% he's going to be a starter for the LA Galaxy. His last 15 total uh, average is 51, so it's pretty high. And he's got a peak from last season of 83. So this is a solid defender to add to your roster for five bucks. And again, the LA teams are excellent. You can always expect them to be competitive. 
and they've got a bit of a rivalry going for, you know, who's the team in L.A. And right now, Galaxy slipped behind, so they're going to want to make some real moves this particular season. At midfield, I've got Douglas Costa, and word of warning here, they've dumped a lot of their midfield. He's kind of like the last man standing, but you never know. They might get rid of him as well, but I'm hoping he remains because if he does, he knows the system. He's kind of a discount right now. He's eight bucks because of the the hesitation about whether or not he'll stay there. He's got a last 15 average of 39, which is a bonus because it gets you a little bit lower. And he's got a peak of last season of 73. And that's because it was a bit cluttered in the center. But if they bring in a couple of guys and he has a a solid role, whether it be center mid or either wing, Douglas is going to have a good season. So I like him right now. Again, like I said, it's a bit of gam- bit of a gamble, but for eight bucks, you could score here. And then at forward, I'm going to break my $10 barrier significantly here, but I still think it's worth it. And that's Sebastian Ferreira. And Sebastian Ferreira is currently at $22, which is still very cheap for a star forward, which he is. He's got a current 15-game average of 48, and he peaked. He had the 100 last season, right? He had the perfect score. So Ferreira can go off, but more importantly is during the offseason, the LA Galaxy have brought in two international forwards to play either side of Ferreira in order to help him out. He's going to benefit. He's going to have better deliveries into the box for him to take advantage of. And I just like Sebastian Ferrer this season. I think he's way undervalued right now because of what people are looking at from last season and not factoring in the moves that have been made. I love Ferrer. He's already on my roster. Last but not least, we'll move on to the LAFC. And this is the team that most analysts agree upon as the top team going into this season. The LAFC are just stacked. So leaving them off this list was not going to happen. You would expect their players to be expensive, but there are a few deals that can really make or break your roster if you're building on a budget. And from them, I've actually got three defenders and two midfielders. So let's begin with the defense. And it starts with Ryan Hollingshead. And Ryan Hollingshead is only three bucks. He's got a 15-game average of 45, but he's peaked out at 89. Now, you're going to find a lot of high peaks here because when you're on a team that's this strong, there are opportunities that are created by others that you benefit from. So, LAFC players are going to be targeted for sure. And as we get closer to the season, I expect some of these prices to go up. But we're looking at, again, 15-game average of 45, peak of 89. Absolutely excellent for $3 as a defender. Another defender we got is Jesus Murillo. Now, Jesus Murillo is going to cost you a little bit more. He's 8 bucks. He's got a higher 15-game average of 51, and he's got a slightly higher peak of 91. But just like I had illustrated in the very beginning of this with Dallas FC, a lot of these defenders are interchangeable. You could just have a couple of them and go with whoever has the lowest cost toward your threshold group, your cap, each particular week. And the third one is Aaron Long, who they've recently added, and I think he's going to benefit greatly by moving to LAFC. Aaron Long's currently $7. He's got a 15-game average of 41, so it's the lowest of the group right now, but that's because he wasn't playing for LAFC last season, and his peak is 84. Again, it's the lowest, but he didn't benefit from having those great players around him. Aaron Long could actually be the defender to target if you wanted just one defender off LAFC this season. At midfield, we got a couple of players, and it begins with Ily Sanchez. 
He's only four bucks. He's got a 15 game average of 45 and he's got a peak of 84. And he's going to be in that sort of defensive center to offensive center midfield. It's going to be interchangeable. Some days he's going to peak. Other days he's going to give you a pretty good performance. So I've already added him to my roster. He's someone you could trust. He's someone I expect to start practically every single game, unless for some weird reason they decide to switch up their formation, which I don't see happening. It was too successful last season. They're probably going to stick with it. I like Ily Sanchez. And last, I've got Kellen Acosta. And Kellen Acosta is actually the most expensive player of this group. He's $9 currently. He's got a 15-game average of 50, so a little bit higher. And he's peaked out at 92 last season, right? Opportunities. Opportunities. That's what the LAFC gives you. The only issue you're going to have here is the possibility of maybe one of these players getting leapfrogged by a young contender, someone they're willing to try out or they think can make a a little bit of a difference towards getting themselves another championship. So I like LAFC. I like these budget players that are available to you. And I I almost expect the majority of MLS-built teams to have one or two players off that particular franchise. Let me know which teams you're targeting. Let me know which players you're targeting. And do us a solid. Definitely subscribe and follow us on all our platforms. Of course, we've got the YouTube channel, Pro Sports Podcasters. We're on Instagram, pro.sports.podcasters. And follow us on Twitter, at ppodcasters. Till next time. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. For even more of your favorite sports content, be sure to visit the website, www.prosportspodcasters.com. On our website, you will find our sports blog, full podcast library, access to our YouTube channel, and deals from our affiliate partners. You can also sign up to become a PSP Insider and get exclusive access to our insider tips, sponsor giveaways, and insider newsletter. So don't miss out on the full Pro Sports Podcast's experience, where no sport is left behind.